Hello, everyone. Welcome to Armchair Advice. Um, this is a podcast hosted by two therapists in training who love solving other people's problems. Ooh. My name's Nick. And I'm Sophia. And every time I say that intro, I'm always like really scared I'm going to forget all of it. <laughs> and I never do. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I it never remember. Sorry. It is very messy in here. Um, I know some of the other radio shows. Um, they don't take care of the studio like we do. We give it love and care. Have those always been there? Yeah, maybe. You know, those light bulbs? I've never noticed those before. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, there's like microphones in here. Oh my god! That's I've so never. Weird. I just thought we were just talking to one another. <laughs> this is weird. Um, so I have. A problem. Oh, you have it's many. so minor, <laughs> and it's just that I follow a lot of vegan Instagram accounts, and I've been discovering that there's this like brand of vegan, like food influencer, who like will be like post or like they'll post a video, and like they're like they look like so hot in it. Ooh, and that's the issue, and it's like almost about them. Do you know what I mean? Where they're like, look how hot I am making this like. <laughs> Like cheesy mushroom arancini. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like it's almost more about them than it is about like teaching me how to make like something in 20 I minutes mean, on a Tuesday. Sex sells. I guess what it's like, I don't want that there. You don't want it. It's like, I want them to just be like, hey, like, I know you're really hungry and you're just really busy and just like, here's how to make this. Like, and that's it. And it's not about me. It's not, it's about, not about me being hot or cool. It's about like here, like here, like it's is what you need food. to survive. Well, because they're so they're in the video. They're in the video because like you know like food TikTokers where like they'll just be like it'll they'll like slam a cabbage on the table and they're like easy kimchi and then it's just yeah. like them chopping cabbage and like so it's yeah. like them doing it but then like sometimes they like are like wearing like really like like this guy wears like a really like revealing tank top and he's like really ripped and I'm like <gasps> okay you know what vegan. His name's Dr. Vegan. He's a German doctor who does vegan influencing on the side. He's really hot. Yeah. He doesn't show it off. You know, he's like, here, I'm just showing you how to make kimchi. Yeah. As you should. I, I think I prefer that. I mean, I think the idea is that, like, sex sells. So You're they're right. like, we're going to get more likes, more views, more followers, the sexier it is. Uh, I, know, I know. And it's, like, unfair because it's, like, not everyone can be that sexy so it's like, i don't want to be thinking about that you yeah. know when i'm when i'm like finding my re- when i'm meal prepping you know <laughs> so that was my that's my problem Aww. but yeah um I'm the listeners sorry. can't see it because they can famously only listen <laughs> but i think it should be made n- known that sophia has purple hair now <gasps> Uh, I do have purple hair. I've been forgetting. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it either. I can't see it. You're kind of like the listeners in that way. <laughs> yeah. And that you you also can't see your hair. I also can't see it. And I'm shocked every time that someone mentions it because then I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. I My hair is purple and I kind of forget. Like I'm like, what shade of purple is it? How purple does it look mm. like? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it. It's subtle, but yet it's there. Yeah, and so that was good. that was the goal. Like I wanted almost like <laughs> I forget what book it was, but I read this book that was like you know fantasy, non-humans, the whole shebang. Okay, but that smut. 
Mm, I've never heard of such a thing. I don't know what that is. Okay. I Your read mom's on, PG. <laughs> on the air. <laughs> I read PG children's books. Okay. okay? Um, but they had like the description for these like non humans were like that they had pigmented hair and like, mm. you know, like a range of colors from the rainbow. Got it. But that it was it looked so natural and just like seamlessly like like highlights but like very natural like blue highlighted hair that's cool and that was like the idea that it would look almost like <laughs> natural was it, smut hair yes yeah, what <laughs> i don't know that word um and I was on a I walk. Got. I feel like I sent this to you, and it was someone had just graffitied yes. huge letters "smut." I have a video of it because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that's those are my people." That those yeah. are my people. That's I so actually, funny. I mean, I told you, and I'm going to tell the masses of everyone who's listening, which is um, <laughs> to everyone sorry my uh my babe my bestie judy just sent me the name of one of the most infamous um smut books i've ever read which is actually crazy and i'm gonna table whether or not i'm gonna mention the name of it because it's crazy but i did gift my boyfriend for valentine's day a like smut book but like a like a a real fantasy book that just happens to have smut in it you know well isn't smut usually it's like a novel it has like a plot and like it's like paperback and most of the time in barnes and noble yes uh and like uh, it's just like sexy book it's like sexy book yeah i love barnes and noble and it's not like you know there's ranges of there's ranges of romance books Mm -hmm. and this is like yeah there's romance but romance isn't the plot of the book like it's very much like it'll be like a thriller uh a fantasy an action um one of those and like will happen to have like some sexy points in it so for my readers who like want a recommendation for a good book um it's called crescent city house of blood and earth by sarah j moss who is very famous in the smut scene <laughs> in the book scene i would say okay. you know in the my book scene, <laughs> in the book scene <laughs> my listeners who can't say anything tell me if i'm wrong <laughs> but sarah j moss is like at the moment for I feel like, like I've fiction books is I've one of the name, biggest like, the authors other day. right now why is that i so many people read her maybe I, but I haven't seen you in a bit so maybe i mentioned her to you but like sarah j moss is huge okay. and i just want to say i was here first people i knew before she was big you're, is, you're gatekeeping your gatekeeping <laughs> no i just want to remind people who was there in the beginning it was me the native americans <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> taking a uh, bed there. We made this political. Sorry. And that's, <laughs> and that's something we said that we would never do. Yeah. yeah. So we're sorry. Um, how's. Have you cried this week? I have not. I've been feeling very good this week. That's good. Have you Have you cried? I. Th- yes. Because um, Lokesh and I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And I cried at the end of that. You know what? I lied. You cried from a movie? I cried from a show. Yeah, I, did, I totally forgot about that. Okay. But yeah. What was it? The Last of Us. I'm is really... Is that on HBO? It is. I will not how tell you, you how I'm watching how it. I'm not, oh, oh, I, oh, oh. No, I don't know who's listening. I just, you know, watched it. Let's leave it at that. And... 
but like every episode of that show has made me cry okay every episode wow people are saying it's really good it is amazing yeah. and like or people as in like indie wire instagram <laughs> <laughs> said it's yeah good. it's really good mika and i are uh like that's our like what we do at night is like we watch an episode of it that's so fun um together and it like very high quality i mean pedro pascal sexy sexy man oh it's a, i didn't know who that is uh oh my god uh the mandalorian i've never seen that um i won't he's in game of thrones <laughs> that's rude he's a what he's in game of thrones who's um, in that i've seen that he's uh he's a minor oh, i forgot i forget his minor name character. yeah is he one of the gay ones he's bi he's a bi king in game of thrones wait oh and the like, one who got spoiler yeah, yep. smashed his head in by yep, the mountain yep okay he is sexy he yes he is petro what pedro pascal pedro pascal oh yeah he was cool in that yeah he, he died because he was a little, little head cocky when he was fighting the mountain but i loved it that was really graphic and when that happened that was one of those things where i was like oh my god like it was like holy shit like when joffrey died i was like Whoa! i know we're like putting so many game of thrones spoilers. it's your fault if you haven't seen it yet <laughs> and i'm not um, one of those people where i'm like oh my god you haven't I seen think, game of thrones but also it's like it's at it's at the point where it's like if you, you can't don't be know, mad about a spoiler because yeah. it's been around it's in, it's been in the zeitgeist for so long it has um that's actually the next thing that i want to watch with mika because i think he'll it's fun it's fun he has seen the eighth season though so i feel like he is it the last one yeah he uh, knows the how mess it should we end yeah so it's like yeah but like you can still enjoy the fun part you know yeah um yeah so this if you haven't already picked up on it is another chill episode because we have papers still due we had one last week and we have one due this week Woo. so um sorry for the lack of organization i think we could pick a rando problem from like the spreadsheet maybe near the middle or the end it could be yeah. fun um yeah I wonder I wonder if anyone's in the ether listening. <laughs> Colette said she's listening. And I think my mom is as well. Aww. Colette and Jeanette are listening. You know Hi Colette. Y'all always support us. I appreciate it. Immensely. What's in your brain right now? My brain What's in my brain? My, this is the first time I think that I've truly had been like, oh no, on air. I'm gonna like say I haven't I've have nothing. Well, I mean, we were talking about this earlier and this has been on my mind, but like, um, I guess like identity as Americans. Yeah, you know we were talking about that. Yeah, I don't know if like that'll be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> well, our two listeners right now are Americans, um, and maybe they'll understand, relate, or have like their own opinion on this. But I, I do find it interesting because I think it's um, a unique way to like to think about identity like well, tell them what amika said yes so uh i was discussing well no, no my i think my yeah my boyfriend brought this up that um who's, who's french who's french um grew and up like in france. grew up in france sometimes went to canada mm, who knows how much he actually went to canada mm. he's french <laughs> he's french he says he's canadian <laughs> um well. but uh we were talking i forget how it started but he was just like yeah um 
like his sister goes uh, to med school in Ireland and uh, you know a lot of Irish Americans or a lot of Americans who you know have some Irish descent will like go to college in Ireland and he specifically was talking about like certain friends of his sister but they'll um, I guess kind of come into Ireland or like Northern Ireland because she's in Belfast like having very like just being very opinionated on the politics going on in Ireland specifically with like being independent and like what Ireland should do and their basis for having like these very strong opinions is that they're Irish and to a lot of the you know Irish people in Ireland who you know born and raised there um they're just like you're not from here you didn't experience the troubles you have no say and what goes on here because you're not Irish. And so we started talking about that because in my mind, and like, I mean, that can also just be people who like, you know, they're not very aware because I feel like, so I am mixed Spanish and Puerto Rican, but like I grew up in the States and I feel like I'm personally very aware of that. And I like care about both places. Like I care about the politics in Puerto Rico, but a part of me very much understands that I did not grow up on the island. So, like, at the end of the day, what happens is the choice of the people on the island who are living there and have to deal with those issues day in, day out. So, I'm like, I feel like it's very specific people who don't think like that. Um, And so, we started talking about just, like, the identity that Americans tend to have, which when they go abroad or even when we talk to one another, it's not exactly it's not just that oh we're american we say oh we're irish or like we're italian Italian. yeah Yeah. or like like i'll always say like oh i'm half spanish half puerto rican um and all of that and and like to europeans that sounds really weird because here i've never been to italy but i you know i'll say i am italian and so i think that sounds weird to them because they're people who know real italian people like from italy um, Italy's right kind of right around the corner in a way just in Europe in a way that it's not at all in Italy and there's I mean I'm in America mm-hmm. and like the, you know just there's a huge Italian American population that really strongly identifies with that aspect of their heritage and culture so it was interesting yeah I had never thought about this before you brought it up but like yeah Europeans don't really seem to think I think they think of us as American yeah They're like that's what they are is American which means something totally different in the states because in America we're like well no one is American except the Native Americans, you know we we all are just from all these other places. Yeah, because there's not one, and I mean, and, and that's the same case for like you know the UK, France, Spain, Germany. There's not one specific way everyone grows up in these countries, but I feel like even more so in the U.S. because we also have. like everyone has so many different cultural backgrounds that like we are growing up in like a different way like yeah maybe we all like we all had pb and j's growing up but like lokesh has never had one which is so funny had never had one it's like really not part of the the culture of any other europe well you know what anywhere but the u.s Wake up on PB and J's. Just peanut Those butter. Are, peanut butter. Have it, <laughs> please. I'm like, have it. I'm like, it. like you're cramming Dude. it down my boyfriend's mouth. So peanut butter is delicioso. So L- good. Lokesh had some the other day, and he was like, you know, I wasn't crazy about it, and it was like the first time he had it. But to be fair, 
To be fair. To be fair. It was like the like the non oh. sugar and non palm oil. Yeah. Like healthy one from Tesco. Yeah. So I'm like, you need to have like American Skippies. Skippies so good. Well that's what I told really So good. Mika made me a PB and J. He kind of like reverse engineered a PB and J for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Not a fan. And of what he did? Oh, yeah. Or, or of like PBJs? Oh, I, I'm. Oh, I'm. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> and the, I, 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 I'm a fan of PBJs. Some some people would say that. Um, no, he like the toast was bordering on burnt. Um, he toasted it. <laughs> I. I that I, nice, actually. <laughs> I I will I will to, but I do a light toast. I want a yeah. light toast for my PB and J's, or like sometimes we'll even like on a pan, oh, we'll just toast it on nice. there, um, and then like the, how I like PB and J's is thick on the jelly and the mm. peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I want, oh, you have to. He was so scarce, and how much he put on, and I could all I could taste was the burnt toast, and I was like. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. <sighs> I know because he's he's like a good cook. Yeah, he's a good cook. He's just new to this. <laughs> yeah, he just didn't this know. Cuisine. But now he keeps making them that way. <laughs> what did you tell him? <laughs> I have now, and I'm just like, I did he need... think that's what it was? Yes, and he was just like, I don't get it. This is how it is, and he loves it. He thinks they're delicious, and I'm can't wait. That's so funny. It's also like, funny, like the rage that incites in me. <laughs> I'm just like, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's, American exceptionalism. No, yes. okay, wait. That was another thing we were talking about, which was that we always will like joke by like joke around like throwing around our like American weight kind of just being like we're American America America America. but like I that's like always a joke for us but I think like Europeans see us as like people that are like we identify as Americans that's what we are that's what we like we're passionate about that but I, the the only time I started identifying as American was when I left America (laughs) yeah because I feel like that's you know the Canadians do that you know they say I'm Canadian like everyone kind of just like it's like when you leave high school and you go to college and you're just like, I'm from New Jersey. Like, you never did that yeah. in high school. And when you go to grad school, you're like, I'm from America. Or like, I'm from, I I'm went to American. Penn State or something. Like, you kind of just are like saying the most like broad thing yeah. that you are. And it gives people, and, and, and you know, we all do this because it gives people an idea of like, kind of how you grew up, who you are, blah, blah, blah. Like, what to expect from you. And then I think <laughs> what happens is, the world has such a negative view of Americans. Which is like fair. Which is fair because I have a negative view as well. And Ugh. I'm like, the British have no grounds for judging Americans. Oh, not at all. They're just as bad and they've been doing it for longer. <laughs> they've been doing the things we've done for longer. They are the way we are. They, they, we are yeah. the way we are because of them. America, <laughs> if anything, is almost better. Wait. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, as, like, a joke. Like, American Americans were, like, they saw what Britain was, like, putting down on the table, and they were, like, no. <laughs> and then they left. So, it's, like, if anything, we're just, like, improving on it. All right. JK, JK, JK. JK. <laughs> <laughs> we get like absolutely SWAT teams yeah, but, like out of well, this studio. Uh, they're watching us. I mean, I'm getting. It, I, it sounds like I don't like Britain. I don't. I mean, no, I, no, no, no. I don't not like Britain. I like Britain. 
<laughs> but I like Scotland way better and I will like mm. die. I will take a bullet for Scotland or I guess to make it the UK version, I would take a knife for Scotland. Oh. <laughs> you know um, but not, you not for England. respecting the laws yeah, here. Not England. Wouldn't take a bullet for England. <laughs> I think it's it's an interesting Should I go down a two hour rant of you? Scottish independence? That could where can that we lead could. you? Where can that I mean I think me thinks Wait, this is not what our podcast is about. But you keep going. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> well, I have always... I think Americans... And now I'm going to generalize Americans. Okay. But m- a lot of people that I've grown up with, which happen to be in America, whoa, mm. um, tend to be very pro-independence without always knowing what's going on so in, like, like other countries in other oh. countries oh so back to the ireland thing yes so like okay i want everyone to know that i have informed consent about yes he, about scotland Nick did a lot of research but like catalonia or puerto rico or like northern ireland it would, which is totally fine but a lot of times it's without actually knowing what's going on it's and that's kind of like from our own history because we're always taught like oh like american revolution like we fought for independence and like wow and i'm not going to get into the whole thing with that because american revolution is a lot i have a lot <laughs> i have a lot but like I think that's kind of ingrained in us growing up to like very be pro like yeah break away if you're not happy with your government break away and for me that's uh, from my family's background and coming from other countries it's a bit more like wait take a moment (laughs) what's going on maybe sleep on it yeah take a moment learn about the issues figure it out and so I'm typically very like um, let me let me figure out the issues and what do I believe might be the best case, the best situation for the country because and the people and the it's people. like what's best for the people not that I know what's best but just like you know we all we have know opinions. what's best for other pe- countries <laughs> no, people we, we all have opi- as Americans yes <laughs> we all have opinions and like uh, and so for Scotland I've always been like my parents have always been like l- l- is like learn about the issues to talk? I think it maybe might we be. should maybe I think it might be I'm just um, gonna say that as Americans we're like we can just like <laughs> talk about European politics and, and there's no consequences <laughs> it feels like far removed but right? now it's not far removed now we're, we're here in, we're here I don't know from my careful. point of view as I've been here I've seen why they want independence Scotland yeah Scotland and I did not have that context beforehand and I was I didn't really have an opinion beforehand because I was like I really don't know what the issue is what the history is and I still don't know as much as like someone who's grown up here um but like just being here day in day out I yeah I see why I and it makes sense to me more so than uh you know a lot of other places that like like the reasons in the not just the reasons but like what progress has already been made to like gain that independence so i was like you know what i see it it's it's, that's what i'm gonna say they've been making moves for decades yeah like just Let's not get in trouble i don't i don't want to get in trouble so let's let's actually um so placement (laughs) starting soon I hear oh a siren <laughs> coming for us. We said, wait, wait. <laughs> they, um, do they have free speech here in the same way that America does? It's not in their Bill of Rights. It's not? 
Yeah. Well, didn't we like copy their? This I'm proving how much I don't know. Um, I need to look. I don't care actually. <laughs> because my one time my brother was like, "You want to live in Scotland? They don't have free speech." And I was like, "Okay." That sounds very American. It sounds so American. And I'm also just like, "What am I gonna? What would I want to say that I'm not allowed to say?" I can everything that I've wanted to say. I've already said. I feel like, and it's been illegal and allowed. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing the Sophia beat. is literally taking a beaver. Are you? This is so unprofessional. This is unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? We're done. We're we're, we're cutting we're to music break. We're, we're cutting. We're ah! we're leaving. No, yeah, it's actually a good time for music break. So we will be back in like a song or two. Woo. So stick around. Stick around for some more controversy. Okay, we're back. Hi, hi. Hi. Um, we okay. So we're gonna actually do a, a problem that a listener or a comment more that a listener submitted for the identity episode because we we're kind of talking about identity. Hi, um, do you want to share with the class what's real? It was so important that you have to be on your phone. I'm giving people shit on Be Real <laughs> for posting a Be Real, and it's not them listening <laughs> to our. <laughs> okay, that's allowed, <laughs> but um. Who? who? <laughs> uh, Amanda. Alyssa. <laughs> no. <laughs> do not do this. I was just do like. Do not mm. do this. Like Amanda's watching South Park and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Doesn't look like armchair advice. Oh, is South hmm. Park. That's so funny. Amanda does. her. I feel like that adds up. South Park. I love yeah. that. I love that. And I hope she's listening so she could hear the shout out she just got. Amanda. Well, Katie, I told you that I would be shouting you out. And if you didn't listen, when Katie, we'd when kill we you. told Katie that, I was like, Katie's not, Katie's not gonna listening. listen. Um, but Katie, Rumpelstiltskin is the word. Remember it. But you're not listening, so you're the not going to word. remember it. All right. So the, you want to? <laughs> are you ready for the comment? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Okay, so this was submitted by my by a listener, and it was for the identity episode. Okay, here it is. He says, "I am not religious or spiritual, but I recently began to think of myself myself as an ethnic Catholic in the way people of Jewish heritage identify as Jews, even if they don't practice. Though I don't believe in it, I feel like a lot of my worldview slash cultural heritage is implicitly shaped by my Catholic upbringing." For a while, I resented the idea of celebrating religious holidays or attending services because I disagree with church doctrine, but now I see it as an extension of my background and I'm more open to it. Um, I think a to a certain extent, my morals and values, like the importance of forgiveness and community, are shaped by Catholicism or philosophers I've read who are Catholic. Hmm. That's interesting. It is interesting. Um, and he like he was like hmm. saying how if like it was came down to like a census question about his religion or spirituality he would say atheist because he thinks that's accurate to like his beliefs but he thinks his identity is more nuanced than that. I that's interesting to me and I I think it it depends on how someone was raised Catholic. I'm assuming kind of from the way that. Th that he is talking about Catholicism, that he must have come from a very Catholic family because I've also been raised in like a, like a family that practiced like 
Catholic traditions, but my parents uh, were not religious, but like our extended family is very religious. So like around those Catholic traditions, but never to the point where like, like Christmas, Easter, um, even Three Kings Day, all of that, which are like, you know, Catholic religious holidays are not about that to me. Mm -hmm. And that the values that go with them like christmas like being with family or like easter or or lent like like you know uh being thankful having forgiveness all of that to me that does not come from the religion to me that comes from my family and the morals that they've given to me okay and that's what we're choosing to celebrate during that and it's not yeah coming from religion and i think it's interesting to so for me I, I'm assuming he must have come from a very religious religious a religious uh, he, he also went to a uh, Catholic college yeah but it, that's not like I, it's like one of those colleges can I just it's like Boston College yeah so it's like oh, people go, it's a good school it, but it is Catholic it is um, Judy goes there no way she went there sorry went there graduated from there um, yes yeah, so yeah um, yeah so it's religious kind of college in, in the fabric of of it yeah um, but I thought that was interesting because for me, I'm like, I would also identify as atheist. I don't, you know, I kind I of branched from like the yeah. Catholic church pretty young. My mom took us out of CCD for like, you know, ideological differences, yeah. reasons. Um, so I wouldn't identify as Catholic, but at the same time, People, when people ask if I'm Catholic, I always say I was raised Catholic. Yeah. Or like it, it's like there's a part of it where like that I feel like I can't like fully divorce myself from. Yeah. So which is interesting because it, it's like I have Catholic family members. Like my both of my grandmothers are very Catholic. Yeah. And so it's like kind of in the your identity, even if you don't. Yeah. I agree with it, which I thought was interesting that he kind of said. Did he say culturally? Catholic? He said ethnically Catholic. So I was going to disagree on that just definition-wise. Yeah, yeah, just semantically. Yeah, and I think culturally Catholic would be a better term for that because the reason that um, Jewish people, or like it, it's some, it, Jew, being Jewish can be considered an ethnicity is because of genetic similarities, not because of the religion. Um, it's more so genetic and like cultural, like very close ties. It's, it's, it's considered like an ethno religion. I yeah. Think. And that's where Catholicism branches off because that isn't the same case. But I see why I would yeah, say. Yeah, I know what he means. Yeah. yeah. Culturally, yes. I, I see that because there's definitely, I mean, yeah, when you're raised, like when you're raised Catholic, I feel like there is, there's that between people who like went to CCD and like you did Sunday school or like you it's like you did a lot of the sacraments like you were communed and or got your first communion and then I wasn't confirmed but like people were confirmed and then it's this whole thing around all the ceremonies and like the what's the word Um, initiation almost into the church and stuff like that so yeah I mean it has such an impact on you yeah it does it does have an impact on you i mean like the catholic guilt <laughs> is such a common thing for people raised um i want to apologize quickly to amanda who told is, me she was oh my god <laughs> 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 Wait. when we went on the music break put on south park 
No. Amanda, I am so that's sorry. Really embarrassing I, for you. Uh, I, 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 Wait, I, I, Amanda, <laughs> shout out. We love you. I We're love so you. obsessed. <laughs> and also, I've never seen South Park, but every time I see clips of it, it makes me laugh my little ass off. Are you backpedaling on (laughs) Be Real? Oh, my God. Um, But, yes. uh, Yeah. That's an interesting one. You're like, yeah, that thing you said was really interesting. That was really interesting. Um, (laughs) I think it's almost... And I think what what got to me, he was talking about how like a lot of his views on the world and morals come from... Like, are informed by... Yeah, which... I think it's interesting to me because I've I've always uh, not always but like I've had arguments with people who are very uh, who are very religious and I I'm not but to them v- religion is so valuable and important because it can teach you those morals and so part of me is like no like so is being a human in the world and that is always my view is that like. Like, As, do you need to be in in a cult to learn to be nice to people? Exactly. It's, like, weird to me. Sorry. And, no, but I agree. That's always been my point is, like, my morals... Sorry to our, all our religious <laughs> listeners. I know. I'm sorry. I, I respect you completely. I but think I think we're talking about specifically Catholicism, because yes. that's the thing we have... Um, our background, it's sort of in that. I don't know about you, but yeah. certainly my family. Very um, Catholic. Weird experience, for sure. Which is, you know, to each their own. I think religion can always, you know, be... We're talking about controversial topics today. Can be very touchy, yeah. And people have their own experiences with it. But to me, in the way that I was, and I was raised with a mix of in religion and and out, because my parents were like, when I was younger, it was like as they were pulling away, and so I went to church as a kid. I not like super frequently, but I did. I had my church outfits. (laughs) They were pretty spiffy. Um, I prayed every night up until I was about like 10 years old. Um, Like I, as a child, did believe in God and like Mm. had that. But it was like in and out. And so for me, honestly, looking back, my morals, my view of the world, my empathy for others did not come from religion. Came from my family and myself and wanting to be a good person for the sake of being a good person, not for the sake of religion. And honestly, I feel like religion taught me to be like exclusionary at least in like from like the catholic ideology it's like kind of like i i remember learning that like catholics go to heaven yeah and it's like i remember asking i was like do people who aren't catholic not go to heaven i like asked my ccd teacher that and it was funny i remember because the people that sometimes instructed ccd were not always like adults they were sometimes like um teenagers who i think went to catholic school or something like that and i remember asking certain questions like do people go to hell if they're not catholic and i remember them having this like i remember the look that like went across their face of like this almost this like conflict of being like i want to be like i i like i maybe believe in this religion it's like important to me but then also like having this weird like crisis of faith where you're like faced with a child who is like being told what is and is not reality and what's right and wrong and you like don't want to you know what it sounds like to say that people who aren't catholic go to hell but that's ultimately like what i think they believe the church in the doctrine that's what the belief is which to me 
I mean, it's re- weird. religion or- is full of contradictions. Um, and so to me, that's one of the big ones because I, I do like, you know, Catholic, people will say like Catholicism at its core is about like loving thy neighbor and like being kind unto others. It's like, but that's not what they do. <laughs> it's not what they it's do. like, it's so odd. Like, but I don't it's know. like, you know, being tolerant. And I think that's, but I think that's why a lot of people and maybe like, like the person who gave this comment, like they will step away from the church, but like will take like the good values from it. And I, and I see that there are like some teachings that are very positive. Yeah. Do people follow that? Is that the full story that like Catholicism is giving you? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but I see that you know you you have some good stories here and there. My my mom always has encouraged me to read the Bible. I haven't. Um, but because there are some stories and in there, what have you been doing instead? Dying your hair purple, Dying wearing hoops. Purple. Look, piercings in your face. Look, is it's my parents fault <laughs> and then i am this way um because guess what i think for myself and i'm just gonna leave it at that and look at that scoop <laughs> look how low that scoop next one is going <laughs> um no so i was gonna say i was i just finished this book called an unquenchable thirst oh which was written by a nun who used to be in the missionaries of charity which is like the basically like the society mother Teresa started oh and it's it was really interesting she ultimately left after like 20 years in it and climbed pretty high in the ranks but she ultimately stepped away because of a lot of it was the politics and Mm. just like she was really frustrated with some people using like church doctrine or like christian like values as like political scaffolding or like they were just using it to like enforce rules and then like to kind of like lift themselves up to higher power yeah but and it was really interesting to see like how different people interpreted this same literature and scripture like like there were priests that she met and like her who were like always about like compassion and just like being nice down-to-earth people but then other people would point to other things that were like jesus like she the different the big difference was like mother Teresa and like a lot of her followers would worship jesus crucified so they really valued like austerity in life and suffering yeah and suffering brings you closer to god and like following all these rules is like what makes you holy and then for the narrator she was like i want to i'm choosing jesus resurrected like i want to live and like yeah help other people have better lives and it's like interesting how like the same religion can just be interpreted differently and like it can just be it like a totally different thing yeah which i mean i think is what most people like should be open to because i feel like that's where it gets like really rough is like the exclusionary side of it but it's like so many people i mean the bible's huge (laughs) and like so many people like can pick and choose their different stories in between the old testament versus the new testament because the old testament uh like their their agenda <laughs> in the old testament is much different from the new testament mm-hmm. so it's like depending on what view of catholicism you're going for like what you inherently want is you're gonna like put out on onto the world something completely different weird and i feel like that's where i don't know like people like 
Mother Teresa or like those who are very like strict and like this is exactly how Jesus wanted it, how God wants it, how you can be godly, how you can be accepted in your afterlife into heaven when it's so strict i think is where it turns really bad it's like what are we doing at this point yeah, yeah you weird. should be happy and if you know if some people if it makes them happy to focus on the suffering okay that's for you that's yeah. for you but like it's weird it's like almost like honestly i feel like <laughs> what jesus probably wanted was everyone to be like happy and good and he was like let's just give them a framework for how to do that like just to be happy and then like some people are like rolls rolls and it's like wait that's not what he wanted you guys like and it's funny like people like it's like they forget what the point is yeah it's like you can be calm happy. down for like two literally two seconds love yourself and love the world and be kind there shouldn't have been a concept of hell or even heaven i guess people need that though i like maybe it, it, it was needed oh we're gonna get into it was needed i think like like <laughs> we're getting into atheist yeah. territory. <laughs> it was yeah, needed sorry, you know depending on however you look at it you know humans have always had an interest in what happens after like i mean that's the big question that's the yeah. only question that there is <laughs> and so like it makes sense that like but i think also like the idea of having like like judaism doesn't have a hell and it really yeah whoa there's no cool. concept of hell okay rad but i think part of it is that like hell c- it if we look at it as a, in like a social way we're in it now it's almost like Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost like you're you know if you're in control of a population you're governing you're ruling this is kind of a like make sure you're following the laws because yeah. something bad might happen and, it, and a lot of religions have similar things and it, it's it, to me it's, just like, like, it's to, a teaching it's a teaching it's yeah. a lesson it's just like just be good yeah but then some people take it too far and they're like if you hold hands with your lover in public you will or that's not chaste and uh, you're going to hell this is why i love and Greek it's like mythology. is that is that making you happy to like to hate gay people <laughs> no. is it making you happy homophobe no they're so this is why i oh my god i've had so many disagreements with people who like who are very religious to the point where they cannot accept homosexuality and We're to into me it. i'm like you really think that you like you heard it here first gay people <laughs> are not going to hell <laughs> but like your your religion or at least the way that you're interpreting your religion is filling your heart with so much hatred for people because that's what it is it's hate and being scared of well, like what these other people do and what it could, how it could affect your kids or how it can it affect you and that God doesn't accept it and it's like yeah, yeah who yeah, cares yeah. about that stuff they're loving no one's hurt if, <laughs> as long as they're consensual I know like either both over 18 or like they're both teenagers whatever it is they're consenting there's no no abuse happening in the relationship like any other relationship and they're happy what does it have to do with you and and this is really important to talk about because being gay is illegal in Scotland. <laughs> Spreading misinformation. <laughs> we're, we become Alex Jones. <laughs> no. We're like, and Nicola Sturgeon is actually resigning because it's a lizard person who took over her body. Um, and Nick Nick needs help. <laughs> oh, JK. Nicola Sturgeon, the first minister of Scotland, resigned last week from her position, and it caused a big ruckus. And it's kind of still, we're kind of still in the wake of that decision. And the future of the Scottish <laughs> National Party is 
kind of unclear now, as is yeah. the future of Scotland's independence movement, because there was a pretty, there's been a pretty big push for a second independence referendum, which was said to be be held. There's been talk of it being held in October, I think, of this oh. year. Um, but the twenty the twenty fourteen referendum was was approved by Westminster because ultimately Scott Scottish Parliament is a devolved Parliament. They don't have absolute authority. They can make decisions that kind of affect like Scotland domestically, like taxes, but they can't make decisions about other bigger things. That power kind of remains with like England. Yeah. Um so twenty fourteen referendum marketed as once in a generation vote. Um they so it probably would have been respected had Scotland voted yes. Scotland voted 55% no. no. 45% of the country voted yes to independence, which is a, is That's a, a big, it's a big that portion. That is a big number. But they didn't get it. Huh. Brexit happens. Mm. Changes everything. Scotland wants another referendum. They want another... They call, they're calling for another vote for independence. But because they... England is like, you can't just call these whenever you want. You can't just keep calling them until you get the... Get it. Yeah. Um... But the argument on the Scottish side is that Brexit changed everything, and so that they Fair. they want another one. And they it seems that there is majority support now. There it seems like it, there would be a majority yes vote, which is great. But we're not sure if the, if it will be respected, even if a vote is cast, because Westminster is not telling them they can have a referendum. Yeah, because I feel like knowing that it is likely for scotland to vote for independence it makes sense that you know just knowing the past agenda for westminster that they would not allow a vote to even happen it's hard to say it it might not even the vote might not even take place yeah it's just unclear and now with sturgeon being gone it's like okay well now there's going to be a new first minister it's kind of not really clear if yeah, they're gonna the changing of the cabinet <laughs> yeah it's, a lot of new changes so maybe but, but but the snp is the nationalist party like their whole platform is pretty much based on independence, independence. so mm-hmm. i would i would assume i was listening to like a podcast and they were saying like they're not really sure who's gonna yeah. be nominated like so and like they were saying that like, there's no one else who's really like as like charismatic as her i wonder i mean i i understand i feel like for sturgeon that was her last name Mm -hmm. sturgeon like it must have been a like like what's best for her her and her mental health most likely and then scotland and the platform because she was the longest serving like um first minister that scotland's ever had and they like this one podcast was just saying too that it almost seemed like people's opinions of her were like solidified. It's like the people who didn't like her, no matter what she did, were not going to like her. The, her supporters were just always going to support her. Yeah. So they were like, it's just not really helping the cause anymore. Yeah. To have this person like at the forefront of it, so it's almost like a maybe like in order for stuff to happen, like someone ha- she had to step down. I don't know. Else. It could have been a political move too. Yeah. And she's like, uh. I mean, I imagine, you know, these politicians, like, nothing's ever really unplanned that there is someone that they have in mind. Yeah, I don't know. To come up and, like, well, I guess we'll see who it is. Um, I feel like it's almost... It's weird that they're, like, across the street from us. 
I, they we are. We live literally across the <laughs> we street live from next Scottish to Parliament. Parliament. <laughs> um, I've been inside. It's beautiful. Take a tour, people. I want to do that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, we actually are Scottish Parliament. We are. The, uh, it's me. <laughs> I'm I'm Nicola. I'm Nicola. It's me. Um, It's a Taylor Swift song. Anyway, keep going. It is interesting. Like now being now that we're in quote unquote Europe. I said that because UK isn't don't doesn't always consider themselves European. As Europe, I would say North Americans typically do. so being in Europe or in like close to mainland Europe, I feel like shoot, like I, I need to like actually be aware <laughs> yeah, of what's I mean, going this on. This stuff really affects us now, especially if we're gonna yeah. be working and living here long term. Yeah. So it's important, and it's like weird that I never really felt this way about the state, like American politics. I just felt like it was too big and mm-hmm. scary and just upsetting. Oh my god, so upsetting! Um, very upsetting and exhausting. Just to to follow but here i feel like i'm like okay i can get behind things this. are happening and maybe that's like optimistic because of what we're used to yeah just in comparison yeah but like here i mean we like i mean my whole thing is i don't love american uh policies on like child care or like social the baby welfare. Box. Yeah. Surgeon did made the baby box happen. Um, I sent that to my parents and I said, you really think I'm coming back? My baby gets a box. I want that box for my baby now. It's not actually anything <laughs> in it. It's just a box the baby lives in. <laughs> no, it's the baby box gives like for every new child, not just for every new mother, so every God. new child, a box of baby supplies such as clothes, toys, and so much. So many things, and it, it, it would just beautiful on the government on big on big Scotland. Yes, and I mean, which is just beautiful, and it I really love stuff is. like that. And like in our social work classes, I'm like constantly like, whoa, I do love these policies, and there's more to be done. I mean, there's always room for progress but like scotland and like these are like scotland specific laws like scotland is on a very good path i feel and um you know they take after the nordic countries and a lot of their social policies their child care policies education policies and you know what countries y'all should follow up on that because that's good because i feel like i always in the u.s in my undergrad we always talked about how great the like Finland especially has a great education system, great childcare system, love it. And like I feel like Scotland like said, oh my god, we see, and we're gonna try, we're gonna try to make that happen. It's lovely. They could be a Nordic utopia oh if they love. And like with not as not as cold. I know it's nice. Not as it's cold. really nice here. Um, I know my flatmate was today was going on about how horrible the weather is here and like (laughs) (laughs) g-ren and like fair enough it it it, was at the moment by no means is it warm um yet yet but i'm like you know take a 30 pound flight down to madrid that's what you gotta do i mean i actually like don't even mind that like yeah it's like it's cloudy and raining a lot but like i was walking home from like the public library the other day and it was like cloudy and like gorgeous it you know what i very, mean it's really pretty dude, and like brooding and if you walk down from south like if you walk down the royal Mar- mile starting in Southbridge, walking down you can see the ocean yeah and i keep forgetting that we're right next to the ocean i need to go to portobello sometime soon because 
actually anyone who's here this weekend want to take me to portobello like it's so beautiful we have arthur's seat i I walked up arthur's seat (laughs) sunday (laughs) um i fell my jacket was is full of mud my ass got full of mud but it was beautiful gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and i was like (gasps) whoa i i I was up there i went on a walk around like hollywood park today gorgeous and like a couple recently i was up there when it was like cloudier which is usually that's like how it usually is yeah and the sea or the north sea or i guess it's the bay kind of that leads to the north sea was it was this like gray like silver like it's silvery like beautiful color and it's like one of those things where like the horizon line is like kind of hard to distinguish because the sky and the sea are like the same shade of gray so it just looks like this like one continuous yeah like thing and it's so pretty and it's just like so beautiful here yeah i need to do more with like weekend trips like now you know we're getting our essays out of the way i want to do more like weekend trips and my boyfriend better take me you just somewhere. plan it like just like yeah. honestly you don't even have to plan it you just get a train ticket and you go you just go it's there's so easy i want to do that go i want to sterling or like north berwick i kind of want to just go to inverness for shits and giggles yeah. and just like do it because i've been wanting to go up to the north and just like be deep yeah. in the highlands T-Fence said it was nice, but not, like, a lot to do. But if you're just going for, like, a weekend, it's cool. I also know Inverness and, like... Have you been there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not like I know... No, well, I'm not I'm not, I'm not um, lying here. But, like, I do have a list of things to do in the area. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I plan. Yeah, you plan. You plan. <laughs> we got into it this episode. Yeah. yeah. A lot of tea. A lot of hot takes. But, like important ones important ones i dare say and we we are just we are just lowly uh masters students in america yeah, don't, don't cancel us <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we i mean i guess everything's canceled what if i go on a tangent of like cancel culture i'm like everything's cancelable these ah. days no but i feel like nothing we said was that crazy and also yeah. we have no platform that anyone <laughs> would be yeah anyway. we are not a threat to anyone yeah <laughs> armchair advice is just here hanging out all right well thank you guys all so much for listening i hope you guys have a great rest of your week cool. a good weekend and i think we're gonna we'll, we'll, we're gonna try to like have a topic for next week and maybe we'll like post something on the stories like asking for like you know responses yeah so if respond yeah. respond Woo. Okay. Well, thanks so much, guys. Love Bye. You. Bye. Stick around for a song. Boop, 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 boop.